While the existence of the subliminal mind is a modern discovery to Western minds, it is ancient knowledge to the East. For centuries this knowledge has been treasured by mystics. Dating right back to the earliest times we find, in the East, evidence of signs and wonders being delivered through the power of the subliminal mind. In the West however, there has always been a tendency towards materialism. A materialist believes in matter. They want to see, touch and handle before they will believe. Literally Western people only believe what they see or experience through their senses. Modern science has, however, knocked the ground from under the materialist feet, because it has constantly proven that there is far more in the unseen than there is in the seen. Science, in spite of all its achievement, realizes that, up to the present, it has only been paddling on the edge of a mighty ocean of mystery. Science has, slowly and with huge and clumsy effort, now proved the existence of many things which scientists would not believe before, but which were known to the ancients, and have been known in the East for centuries. One of these is the existence of the subliminal mind. Mesmerism and hypnotism have proved that a person is composed of more than one mind. There is surface or the outside mind of the senses. This mind reasons, learns from books and other outside sources, and function generally, on the physical plane. It is only a minute fraction of the total mind of a human being. Like the iceberg which shows one-twelfth of itself above the surface of the sea, the other eleven-twelfths being submerged, the objective mind of a human is only an infinitesimal portion of the whole. The surface or objective mind is the finite mind, the subliminal is joined up with the universal mind of the universe, therefore it can never be measured, it is beyond comprehension. Sufficient for us to know that its power is limitless, and that we can use this power in creating our lives anew, and for the realization of our desires. The subliminal mind is imagination. Inspirational. Intuitive. Creative. It is the storehouse of knowledge and the powerhouse of energy. It is much more than all this, how much no one knows. In this section we will consider the first three descriptions in the order that I presented them. Inspiration. It is through the subliminal mind that all inspiration has come to humankind. It was through this channel that great writers like Wordsworth, Shakespeare, Milton, Emerson and all the great teachers, preachers and leaders have drawn their inspiration. All the good that has ever come into this world has been through inspiration, and all inspiration comes through the subliminal mind. All who have ever accomplished anything with genius have done so through the inspiration of their subliminal mind. That some are giants in their accomplishments and others are pygmies is simply due to the differing degrees of expression. Some express less some express more. The power is there, it is for us to express it. We cannot all be Shakespeare's and Milton's, neither is it possible for all humankind to be the great presidents of the United States, but there is a niche somewhere in the world when we can each build and find a useful field of congenial work. We can, if we will, be guided by inspiration, find somewhere a field of labor where we can pour out our pent-up passion for achievement, where we can command success beyond our wildest dreams. You, my student, have not been sent into this world for a joke, you have been sent to achieve a certain purpose, to accomplish something which no one can do but you. There is no one in the world just like you, and all that you do is colored by your individuality. No one in the world could do your work just as you can do it, there are fields of conquest in front of you which no one but you can conquer therefore listen to the voice of your inspiration. 2. Intuitive. Those who learn to recognize the voice of intuition are brought into touch with the infinite wisdom. They do by intuition that which other people can only do by cumbersome effort, if indeed they can do it at all. One who has developed this power has no perplexities, 
no confusion and no doubt, because all their problems are solved for them by their subliminal mind. They listen to their inner voice of wisdom, act accordingly, and the result always justifies their faith in this inward power. When I am confronted by perplexing problem, I make a habit of dismissing the problem to my inner mind, and then I go for a short walk sometimes along the beach. During my walk I interest myself in the birds and the ocean and the waves and other things around me and give no thought to the perplexity which was demanding an answer from me. Typically when I get back from my walk the answer is ready, my subliminal mind has solved the problem for me. Others, puzzled by an intricate matter may go to bed with the problem still unsolved, and wake in the morning with the solution of the difficulty already formed in the conscious mind, or it may come to them like a flash, while eating, the subliminal mind has solved the problem. I prefer to be less patient with such challenges and my walks have saved me many sleepless hours. In the subliminal mind is always the understanding. You, too, can use this wisdom and understanding if you develop the faculty of inward hearing. The key to it is knowing how to switch your focus from the problem at hand toward other things. Such is the gift of mind control. We can use many techniques. The stop sign redirect. The lucky FKR process. Emotional showers. Discard process. Gratitude walk. Do dump delegate. Organize, supervise, deputize. Values-based prioritization. Motivation to inspiration. Decision precision. None of these solve problems. They simply take control of the conscious mind so it can be distracted and quiet long enough for the subliminal mind to solve the problem at hand without the loss of a night's sleep or negative anxiety-driven mood. The average Westerner is so pent up in materialism that they try to think their way through problems. This is ridiculous and clumsy. It is like using a teaspoon to bail out a sinking boat when there is a powerful water pump just sitting there unused. Why do we deny this superpower of the subliminal mind? Well the answer is that we have been conditioned to think that our connection to the universe cannot be direct and that such a connection must go through an intermediary, a church, a priest, some form of penance or years of preparation by devotion to a cause. It is not so. The conscious mind is the teaspoon while the subliminal mind is already pumping. The only challenge is to quiet the conscious mind enough to allow the subliminal mind to speak to you. This is often called inspiration, sometimes intuition however, it is the power of real creativity that makes the difference. 3. Creative. The subliminal mind is creative. Being one with the universal mind, which is the creative power of the universe, it shares the same nature. The difference is not one of kind but of degree. As in the big picture, so in the micro. As above so below. Just as the infinite mind is absolute through the whole universe, so is humankind master of their life, master of their fate, captain of the soul. Creator of their life and circumstances. Humankind cannot create a planet. But we can consciously form an image or picture in our creative mind, a picture of better circumstances, different environment and definite achievement, and by holding that image be persistently compelled to materialize it in our life and circumstances. This is not a fairy tale, it is a hard common sense fact. There is nothing that has ever been accomplished by humankind that has not first been created through an image in their mind. It is always the vision first and afterwards the accomplishment. The difference between people is a difference of vision. The difference between their visions is the difference between their accomplishments. Some people create more than others, it is because theirs is a greater vision. All the great ones of the earth, leaders of humankind and nations, artists, poets, inventors, financiers, 
have been what they were because of their vision because they were people of imagination. People who pride themselves on being practical look at imagination as if it were something weird, thinking it to be something impractical and shadowy, something belonging to the realm of dreams or childhood. They confuse constructive imagery with daydreaming. Now, the imagination of which I'm speaking is the very antithesis of daydreaming. Daydreaming is the aimless frittering away of the mental powers while creative imagination, on the other hand, gathers together the mental forces, and by focusing the powers on the hidden mind bringing into being a definite image. This definite image is the vision which all people of accomplishment possess. This vision is the basis of all achievement. It is impossible to name a single great person who has not been inspired and guided by it. The reason that here and there in the world history there have been great characters who have achieved the most inspirational ends is because theirs have been the inspired visions. It is impossible to create a poor, puny, low kind of image in the mind and then to achieve great success in life. As the image is, so your life will be. Therefore if you hold in your mind vision, or mental picture, of great success or powerful endeavor, then in your life these things will become manifested. It cannot be otherwise because what is held in the mind is later manifested in the life. What you are inwardly, what you think inwardly, what you visualize inwardly, is what your future life will be. Your outward life is modeled on your inward life, it is an exact replica of the life within. Therefore your subliminal mind is not only the source of inspiration and intuition, it is creative also. Your life is in your own hands, you can make it what you will. Your future is yours entirely, you can build it up with mathematical precision into any form you please. You are free to make or mar, to build up or destroy. You can climb to the highest heights or descend to the lowest depths. You can be weak or strong, filthy or pure, miserable or happy, unsuccessful or successful, poverty-stricken or prosperous, ill or healthy, hated or loved, is all a matter of thought control and scientific thinking. It is now time that you begin to apply some of the things you have learned therefore add to your affirmations at night the following. Mine is a life of overcoming and power. For the future I will cease doing, X, Y, Z, 1, and will instead do, A, B, C, 2. I do this by the infinite power within me which can never fail. Where I have left blanks X, Y, Z I want you to fill in with, 1, whatever bad habit you most wish to eradicate, and, 2, A, B, C insert the virtue which you wish to put in its place. For example suppose you have been in the habit of getting up late in the morning, swallowing your breakfast hurriedly and rushing to be busy at work, getting all behind with your appointments and correspondence, developing indigestion, headache and peevishness in the consequence. Supposing this is the case, of course I use this only as an illustration, you will fill in the words to suit so that the sentence will read something like this supposing your proper time for rising to be 7 a.m. From today I will cease getting up late and will instead get up punctually at 6.30 a.m. Immediately following the affirmation, visualize a picture of yourself waking in the morning. See yourself open your eyes and look at the clock. See that the time is 6.30 a.m. See yourself engaged in concentration, walking meditation and making your daily affirmations and visualizations. See yourself engaged with life and look at the clock and see yourself go to the bathroom. The more clearly you can picture the scene the easier you will find the task of getting up to be. You may not be successful the first morning or two, but if you persevere you will find that you have by the use of affirmations complete control over yourself. The more successful you become the stronger does your willpower grow. If you are in the habit of going to bed too late you can add to your morning affirmation the following.
Henceforth I will cease going to bed late. I will instead go to bed at 10 p.m. At 10 p.m. tonight I shall feel sleepy and tired. I will then go to bed. After making this affirmation, visualize yourself as you will appear at 10 p.m. You are R, we will say, sitting reading or relaxing. You see yourself look at the clock. You see yourself put your book or work away and go to be you see yourself with no alcoholic beverage in you and therefore feeling healthy and ready for a deep night of sleep. Make this affirmation and create this mental picture and you will find that what you have affirmed and visualized will come to pass exactly as you wish. Before you is unfolding of a life of perfect self-control and overcoming. When you have become master of yourself, first in small things and then in the greater things, you will have become master over your life, your circumstances and your destiny. Not only is it necessary that you should overcome habits in this way by reversing them, but it is also necessary that you should reverse all your wrong ideas of life and the universe, replacing wrong and harmful ideas by truth. One of the objects of this course is to dispel old erroneous beliefs and thus change your mental outlook. In addition it's very necessary that you reverse every thought and suggestion of a harmful character directly as it comes to you. A thought may come to you such as, you will fail, you can never succeed. Now if you allow that thought to enter your mind it will weaken you, paralyze your efforts and bring failure into your life, just as surely as day follows night. Therefore as soon as it comes to you, you must kill it by denial. In this case you would raise yourself and thought to your perfect mental world and say, there is no failure. I am perfect. Mental power is mine. All the potentialities of the infinite mind of mine. I cannot fail. You would say this over several times and then affirm. I am success, within me are infinite powers, I am success in all that I undertake. Every time that you do this you drive failure further and further away and establish success more firmly in your life. The more often you do this, provided that you get a clear concept of your perfect mental world, and, as it work, breathe its atmosphere. The more rapidly you will progress. Do not however, strain and worry about results, instead, seek to adopt and maintain a calm, serene, confident attitude above the worries and cares of life.